a lot of things that's out there in society, the TVs, the school systems, the very, very, the school system is one of my biggest ones. The curriculum's not changed. They've adapted it, to, if in fact, to make it worse. Nice. So very welcome, Chris. Um, I've been following you on Instagram. So uh, I'm not really good at introducing people because I don't really know anything about people. I just uh, see their work, their content, and then I'm inspired. So I'm. I saw your content and you have something that a lot of people, especially men, are missing nowadays. And I really want that to be back in, in trend. Like I want hashtag trending healthy masculinity instead of toxic yeah. <laughs> masculinity. And I need to say, I, I don't believe in toxic masculinity. I just don't. Uh, for me, nope. it's just complete bullshit and i'm raising a little boy and when he was very very young a friend of mine told me like yeah it's a huge uh adventure to raise a boy so it's not he's not gonna be a stupid motherfucker one day and i was like dude i don't i don't feel that i'm sorry but i think if we raise them properly like normal they will be like the best men out there and she was like yeah men suck they're so shit And now you got one on, like in your house all the time. And I was like, that's the way to see it. I see it completely different. So this is why I invited you, because I think you have something to share that a lot of people out there need to know about. And I think a lot of fears around the topic because of all that propaganda shit out there. So before we deep dive into that and all the stuff you're doing, your lifestyle and everything, please, uh, very welcome. I'm happy that you're here. Thank you for having me. Nice. Yeah, tell me a bit more about yourself. Why are you doing what you're doing? How did it, How did you end up where you are right now? Because you have a quite different approach to life. I can see that. Well, I came, I was brought up on a council state in Manchester, Withenshaw, the actually biggest council state in Europe. Um, I went through the whole stages of exploring the environment that I had with the surroundings. So as most people, we can only go with what we had at the time and what was our upbringing and surroundings. I did that. I went into doing security, bodyguarding, and doing as a bouncer for many years um, on the nightclubs of Manchester and entered the biker world, the extreme elite biker world, not... Not just friends meeting up. I went through that. And there was always something missing. I think everyone knows that they're always searching for something. That they know the soul's telling them. And it eats away. Now, what I found is that every world I entered, I, I took over. I, uh, I was, right, I've done this now. Why am I still not feeling okay why am i still not feeling complete and fulfilled i had a big engineering firm as well um because i trained as an, an engineer i had a multi-million pound engineering firm that was doing really good um still not happy wasn't there was something missing um now it's through um now i've always had a great connection to spirit i just never knew what it was And to the point I would get told things in advance, um, even to the point one night I was woken up in my sleep and said I had to go and see my friend um, at the time. Um, that night I had to get up and go and I went down to his house. I'd done a lot, of, it's a long story, I'd done a lot of work before that on myself. So I, I, I knew to trust my messages. And um, yeah, he was having a diabetic attack, he didn't know he had diabetes. Got him to the hospital just in time. Um, and really started taking my spiritual practices seriously then. And went down the route of Buddhism. 
became good friends with the uh, master of Buddhism that comes and visits me from Taiwan. He used to come to Manchester to visit me and I'd do a lot of work with him. And then uh, plant medicines came into my life. Now I've, I've, I've experienced the hard cause of life. I've, I've been and done a lot of stuff. Um, but plant medicines was a whole different story. It wasn't about fun anymore. It was about going deep with my own thinkings and my own minds. And that's when I really started learning about the programming of the brain and who the real me was underneath. And also about all the actions um, I was living out was due to programming that was put on me. So this is why you never, you never get fulfilled in what you're doing. But you just carry on because you don't have any more information. But I was, yeah, I was bit by bit, ego death after ego death. Any uh, ego death, if anyone doesn't know, is uh, you literally feel like you're gonna die. You have to surrender to that, and then uh, part of you dies, and you come back with a bit more knowledge, but a bit less of the old personality or the old programming. So. But, I'd, we did a lot of work, especially with ayahuasca. Um, I went to the Amazon rainforest, spent um, many times out there, many trips of doing isolation and work with ayahuasca just on my own. And really pulling apart the thoughts and the programming um, and seeing how everything that we're doing is every little action now i've been doing this for a long time I, i'm just hard to put it in such a you know we've already got a, an hour podcast but i've been doing this a long time so the lessons came thick and fast and uh just seeing how everyone's living out the life of programming without having the options of knowing that they're not living their authentic life <clears throat> and like we just discussed about, I, mean, we can, I can kind of put it into context with what you said about the toxic masculine. Um, people act out what they see. Someone that's got toxic masculine, that toxic feminine, or any sort of toxic behavior, they don't think it's toxic. They It's something they've picked up along the way. Um, that, that That's normal. Because the true self within you, and these thoughts are telling you to do it. So they're telling you. And it's like your body with your emotions. Your emotions are telling telling you, your you, you, conscious mind. And without being able to separate and understanding this and really pulling it apart, you just live them out. So that's kind of where I got to. Um, and I decided I'm going to stay on the path. Um, I will always continue to work on myself. Um, I'm actually... I do a lot of work on myself, but I continue the path because not everyone wants to go down the route of medicines and going into isolations and traveling across the world to sit in mud huts, um, or little bamboo huts, um, for months at a time. Um, when it all comes down to quite simple, simple stuff, really. Um, so once you've got the knowledge, so I, I made it my mission, you know, um, especially during the times of COVID, I lost a lot of friends that were very healthy. I lost a lot of friends and uh, that died unexpectedly. And then um, quite because of what I do, I know a lot of people. And then the phone calls of men ending their lives and uh, committing suicide. Um, and obviously that hit home, so... I'd, just as COVID was coming in, that's where I put my attention. I thought, no, I can help people um, just with the simple things and just knowing that there is a difference they can look at. There's a different version of themselves. And by working at it, adapting it and changing it and through years of doing it, um, got to a nice place where nice, simple programs in place. Um, where people can come and separate from the mind and the programming. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of, in a nutshell, how I, how I got to where I was now and how I'm driven by the things I do. Um, 
I have people, you know, a lot of people that use cocaine um, coming to me. I have people from all walks of life, but people that use a lot of cocaine and the a drink hiding behind you know, the there's a big such a big part of the population that are out and they work all week just to take the drugs and drink at the weekend and destroy the relationships and but always the hiding, the masking behind it. And once you show them, because uh, these people, it's very easy. It's very, very simple. Um, I, was, I was talking last week about the three people that phoned me last week. It was literally suicidal. One had his, had uh, cable ties around his wrists and his neck. Now, this guy's a scientist with a family. Uh, but that was anyway, that was his, um, and he was at that point. Now, just telling these people about the thoughts in a 10-minute conversation, about them separating from the thoughts and that they're not their thoughts, and they go, and they realise, and then they find their their spirit, their true selves underneath. Now, once you recognise and know that that spirit's there and that true self's there, and that the programs programming's a lie, then very quickly it, it puts a different scenario in front of your life, and you can look at uh, your options where before your mind was not letting you have options. Um, if you want to go a bit further into it, we have something you know. Um, obviously, I, I, I I'm a shamanic practitioner as well. Um, most of my work is shamanism. This what I do. Um, with the Guild of Brothers and the Guild of Sisters is all this work I'm talking about. But I've learned all mine through shamanism, and it's something I rigorously practice. Um, but you be, what I've learned through that is our brains have different frequency levels. Into um, alpha, beta, um, beta, alpha, and then into theta. Um, now, when we open our eyes in the morning, we're open up to 5% of our, the 5% of our conscious brain. Now, that conscious brain is just running like an operating system of a computer, and it's just playing out what it knows, what it's been programmed to do. So you automatically do things. So someone that's, um, was, I'm just going to bring up this, not, not very often um, with toxic masculinity um, they don't mean to be doing that trait they don't go out to hurt, harm someone it's just that's programmed so and I'm not forgiving it by the way by no means am I forgiving anyone hurting um, or dismissing the, the responsibility of the person as um, doing any of this because it's so easily fixed um, and no one should bring any harm to anyone else. But uh, they're doing it unconsciously because they don't know any difference and usually without thinking. And uh, especially when the emotions, emotions come alive. Um, but it's just stuff that they picked up. Now, going into the alpha um, and theta, which I do with my shamanic drum, I can do. I can take you into them places, and plenty of other practitioners can do this as well. Um, you can have even you, you can even find videos uh, and recordings everywhere. Shamanic drumming around the four four hertz, four to five hertz will put you into a theta state, which shuts your brain down. And then you can start looking at your subconscious and looking at your true self, and start reprogramming it. But it takes a lot of work. It's uh, it's a lot. It's not as simple as that. It takes uh, practice because you are expelling years and years of your whole life of programming, and it's not as easy to go. Oh, that's wrong. That's gone. You've got to implement it into your life, and just anyway. So just explaining this to these men on the phone in a very simple ten-minute conversation is all, all of a sudden there's a chance. Oh, oh, I am me. There's a difference. Now, if a 10-minute conversation can do that, imagine what constantly doing this day-to-day. Um, getting out of the fear-based mind. Realising 
Um, but a lot of things that's out there in society, the TVs, the school systems, the very, very, the school system is one of my biggest ones. The curriculum's not changed. They've adapted it, to, if in fact, to make it worse, in my opinion. And uh, so you are small. You will put your hand up. You are not worth. You are asked to go and do this. You can't have an opinion. You can't be creative. You can't. They don't make you feel like you can go and be more than what they want you to be. And it's very programmed from an early age. And uh, and no one's ever programmed that. They can meditate. They can do breath work. They can do this. They can look after the soul. They can rest. They can listen to the body, their emotions, and work with them. So, and then as you're going through life, you've got your your TVs. Keep your mind numb. See, even TVs, the, the subconscious, our programming is at its best. Is if you ever walk in a room and you see the TVs on and there's a family there, and you won't really notice that you've walked in uh, straight away, and they're so glued. They're so glued to that TV. And that's a hypnotic state. Now, it doesn't matter. That hypnotic state has shut your mind down. You uh, It's the same as um, eating mode, like a shamanic drum. But they've got you on the TV. You're paying attention to that. You're listening to your teacher. You're paying attention to what she's saying. You're doing this. You They fixate you on a subject to listen to. And they just keep you there. And then they put it in. Um, there was something I was seeing on a TV. Um, someone sent it me. I don't have a TV. Someone sent it me. There's an email. And there's an advert off the TV where these women were walking down the street. Now, 18 times in this video, them four women spelt out the word uh, obey in this advert. And there's a, a friend of mine that really specializes in uh, some of the world programming. Uh, 18 times in this advert, obey, obey, obey. Oh, sorry, no, and then some from a, a men walking across the road as well. Obey, obey. And he kept pausing and showing you. And it's it's just fascinating of the... So basically what my trying to do, and I could only try, I can do my best, but I am dedicated to it. I've been blessed by the work I do with that. Um, I get to live very free and on the road and traveling places around the world and that's not for everyone so the best i can do is uh and what i do do is really dedicate to putting um the guild of brothers and the guild of sisters together where they can go on and look at it um it's not just about that uh there's a place in there for healing and looking at your emotions and breaking through them blockages and really looking at yourself um and all these I was, I was actually just talking to a client before and he's like, uh, um, he's just joined and he's a, uh, I paid £1,800 for that course um, and I didn't get as much as that uh, one aspect there. So I've paid all the money and I've been around the world and I've been blessed. Um, I don't need money. I'm very blessed with that. I, um, with what I've got going on with my shamanic work, I'm okay. So the best I thought, you know what, just put it out there. Every little bit of information about deprogramming where it's a safe place to so come, do your healing work, look at yourself, deprogram, see it through your heart, and then I'm not there to then tell you what to do with your life. And I have loads of great people around me that um, puts, that work with me. The uh, It's about you reprogram, in my belief, with what's in your true self. There's, you don't need a guru. You don't need um, all these people, oh, you should do that. Because every single person, and I know this for fact, well, I'm going to, I know it for myself as fact. Every single person is uh, energetical bodies at a different frequency. And that holds different energy from the consciousness. Um, everything's from consciousness, and it brings down a different frequency. So, what you want to do and how you're going to access it, only you can teach yourself. So what, do, so what I'm trying to get people to do, and they come in, I've got a lot of people that are doing it, and uh, there's actually some of the people that have been doing it for a while now that are actually mentoring other people, um, which makes me so proud, makes me so happy. Um, but 
Because not only deprogramming and not seeing the world for what it is, separating yourself, finding your zen, you know, finding a place of peace, but go and learn where your fulfillment is. Stop chasing uh, what your next door neighbor's doing or what your TV tells you should do, what the government programmed you into because the school system was based on making people work in the cotton mills and making people, making kids work in the mill. So it's do as you're told, do this, do that. Um, I was actually talking to a friend of mine who used to work at Apple and he was telling me that when they used to take students, um, people from university, they never looked at what the degree was in. They looked at their attendance and uh, their work effort and if they turned in and just making sure there was a good slave, as he said it, are they going to turn up and do it? It wasn't about all the hard work they put in, learning, whatever. It was, are they going to turn up and do this? And that's what there's more interested in. And so, yeah, I'm, I just want people to see that there's a true self. There's a, there's something beyond the programming. Find that. I, um, I always like to use the expression of uh, a football match and that all that program is is on that other side of that field you've got all the you've got Real Madrid all the players are on the other side of that football field now you've already just discovered that you're going into a football match but you've got no players on your side because you've not been doing any work on yourself so just take it step by step and you know first seeing yourself first first seeing that you've got a side maybe you've got Messi then on your side you've got the best football player right there you go and just build on it and put your football because going against mental health and programming you need to be able to have some you have to need to have your foundations and be something you're proud of of what you not from what someone else has told you um you know there's so many different things you can do out there which people tell you oh you or oh, you've seen them all, everyone's seen it. Oh, you'll have a great life if you do this, you have a great no, you have a great life by doing what's in your heart and what's of interest in you. Um but yeah, you slowly people are um you want the end result straight away. And I'm just like, take your time. You've had 30, 40, 50 years of programming. You, there's a lot to separate from. And then you've got to look at your personality traits as well. How are you acting that out? It's okay going, okay, oh, I've programmed that. I'll, uh, I'm, I'm mad on the scene. The other day was, um, what was the matter? Uh, breakfast was not invented until, um, I cannot remember his name as an American. Um, it was a banker who had big shares in the pig farms and the pig industry. And he started telling the advertisers, for everyone, it's breakfast makes a strong man in the morning to eat bacon and sausage. And breakfast was not a thing then, because I know from doing the work I do, your body produces everything it needs for the first two hours of the day. Your body produces it. And when you have anything in the morning, um, except for water, you have anything in the morning, um, you're just going to store that and you're not going to flush your system out. You're not going to be cleaned. So, um, but that, yeah, what stops that <laughs> is just because somebody bought shares in pigs. And now everyone goes to McDonald's eating sausage and bacon, uh, sausage and bacon. Yeah, it wasn't a thing until a banker said that it's good for men. So that shows how the programming works. If you see a sign, it's good for you. Oh, many steaks, many steaks. All right, that's it. I've got to eat steak. Um, so yeah, and it's a big acceptance of truly believers. No one has got, but, but understanding this also brings peace because. Also understanding that everyone's been programmed and everyone's personality is based on the habits that they've picked up through programming, that uh, their opinions are not wrong in an argument. So when you have an argument with someone, it's not they're not wrong. You're both actually bang on right because you're both going off your programming. And so, and so, you know, seeing that stops a lot of arguments. And there's a lot of couples that have come and done, done work with me and they don't even argue anymore. They don't even argue because they understand and they take that time to sit down and go, ooh, because once you get past it, and this is why I do so well with with couples, um, it's because then I can get onto the masculine and feminine energies. Because then by knowing that, they can sit down at a table and go, right, 
So why did you think it's okay? Why do you think it's okay to leave the dish on the side? Um, when I because because the, the other partner has always been brought up to wash the plate straight away, but and it's just a simple thing. And then um, like um, the men going out to work, but the women obviously want to be. Oh, why are you not, why are you not here? You know, the feminine wants to um, make a nest, uh, make home, be loved, be protected. Know that the husband loves them so much, and that they're safe in a relationship. But the husband's like, but the husband's like, I'm, but they don't have this conversation. So the husband's like, I love that woman so much. I want to be tempted that I'm going to go to work every all day because of their priorities are different because they see it differently. So, and it's crazy, but once it's very beautiful, I find it usually takes about six, seven months of uh, just starting that to have a golden relationship, you know, something to just really sit down and go, instead of, you know, having a little card system, let's say, a little card system and sit down, okay. From a masculine point, I mean, you've obviously got to understand the masculine and feminine energies to a certain degree. Um, now, nobody knows them all. Nobody knows all of it because every feminine is going to be different and every masculine is going to be different. Um, but it's like, how have you, it's not going, you're wrong. How have you got to that opinion? Oh, I was always, and then it, that, because you're not blaming him now all of a sudden and they're not going to go on the attack. So it's like, you look and go, okay, oh, I got that because of that. Oh, that's funny, that, because I was always taught this. Okay, well, is it important to you? Oh, you know, that's important. Okay, well, now we understand that's because of that. There's no problem. Where if you go down the attack route, oh, you're wrong, you're doing this, the last thing they want to do is then bow down to it and go, okay, I'm going to do it. So it is crazy. It's crazy. But what I used to, uh, you know, I used to get paid a, a lot of money for, and for doing my coaching. Um, but I've just, I was working with clients for like two or three years on, you know, going on and I would go deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper. And what I enjoy doing now is just keeping it to the simple bits and get it to a wider audience. Just keep it to the simple. It's all there. You don't have to go spending loads of money. You don't have to be going, a lot of the time, it's just sitting in peace and quiet with yourself and taking the time out, just reflecting. You don't have to go out and everyone's different. And once you start playing that game, life becomes fun. You get to see the world for what it is. Because at the end of the day, you can learn what you want about consciousness. You can heal as many wounds and do a lot of spiritual work. Um, you've got to find balance. And always remember, we are here to have a human experience. We're here to enjoy having this human life. Now, knowing that, I've seen people um, go too far spiritual, too far. And I'm a, I'm a guy that's done a lot of it, but that they can't come back to the, they can't work in the human world anymore. They're actually, there's a few people I know that are still in the Amazon rainforest and they refuse to come out. Like, no, no, I've got to do more work on myself. I'm like, dear, dear, dear. Um, you know, we are here to have a human experience and enjoy it and have fun because every single journey I've been on it with different shamans around the world and working on myself and you can connect to the spirit realms, connect to Pachamama and you can do your work, Pachamama's mother nature in Spanish for anyone that doesn't know, you can come back to this and it's like, come and have fun, enjoy who you are. You don't have to get to, not a spiritual world's not for everyone, you don't have to do Hey, what's stopping you having fun? Work on that. Ask yourself why. Take responsibility. Take your own responsibility for not living that life. Because it doesn't even matter if the perpetrators uh, put something on you, but it is an external. But you take responsibility instead of blaming someone. You'll start seeing a way of making a change and a way to, okay, right, well, this is not ideal, but I'm still sat in this situation when I could just walk down the road and change it. You've got to take some responsibility. So yeah, that's kind of what we've got. <laughs> I love it. Really, I took down so many notes. <laughs> so yes, uh, I can. I really relate to what you uh, just uh, been sharing, uh, because especially this plant medicine stuff, I'm the same. I love it, and I think this was a huge part of my deprogramming, deschooling journey. Because I already knew there were a lot of expectations that weren't coming from myself, but from society. And I was always uh, very spiritual. 
And this brought it together. This I was then able to really delete stuff and to not feel it anymore, like this uh, feeling of expectations. I mean, it's a weight. Um, of course, it's one thing to discover that you have these expectations internally somehow from the society, but the other part is letting it go so much that it doesn't matter anymore. It's not there anymore. And I wasn't able to do that until I found plant medicine because it made me so sure about what I was always thinking uh, the world or the universe is like, that this is my body, but this is not me. My soul is using that body as a vehicle, something like that. And then I came to the conclusion, like, yep. um, I always preach and teach my kid to enjoy his life and to not be stuck in a place in, in school for eight hours and live away his life. Because uh, in the end, the life is so short. We don't know if we're going to see tomorrow. It doesn't matter in the end. But what matters is what we are doing right now. And so I decided very foolishly. And a lot of people around me called me like crazy, really crazy. Because I said, no, it's his human experience. He should be able to decide what the fuck he's going to do with all of his time. And not some crazy government telling him he should be programmed in a shitty classroom that is utterly disgusting uh, on top of that with a lot of kids that are traumatized by their parents by the government since generations i'm here to break that cycle for sure in my family this is ending right here right now and i still don't have 100 i mean i have it but my feeling still doesn't match what my mind came to this kind of conclusion that We need to enjoy that experience. But my son is always uh, showing me that this is the right way. So because he didn't grow up in this programming, I always told him, like, I do believe in that. I'm still not there, but please pick it up, pick it up. And now we come together because he's living the life that I wish I had as a kid. And now he's reaffirming because he's so close to God or whatever he calls it God. So he's actually way more in contact with his soul. And I was all, this is my new favorite topic since a couple of weeks. How do we support kids, especially boys? Because I don't see it from a boy perspective. I'm a girl. I was raised a girl. I've never felt like a boy. And I was never encouraged to be a boy because I'm very boyish I would say I was skateboarding I was this kind of of uh, kid and uh, now I'm a single mom I have to be the man sometimes and that's okay because I still know I'm a fucking female so from my perspective it's hard to tell what does it feel like to be a boy a young man in this society what kind of expectations are brought to you what kind of programming are you going through as a kid and I really want my kid to be able to see his soul path from the very first day until the very last day without any kind of bullshit from outside interfering with his way. And I'm going to defend that until the, I'm, I don't know, uh, I'm in jail that I don't know. But this is what I'm going to do. And I want to, to encourage a lot of parents out there that this is real. I mean, we are more and more people that have this experience that can relate to that that feel that for themselves for others with or without plant medicine i don't care but this is not something we are making up in our mind that this is just the human body that we need for the human experience but we're way more than just this human body and i think it's getting it it got lost and i studied uh, asian history and science so i've been really in contact with old ancient sanskrit uh books and all these things so for me this was always part of my life my grandma grandpa taught me about tribal knowledge about the soul and these kind of things so for me it was completely normal to know all of that and to tap into that divine connection we all got but now i see that if you feel your masculinity or your femininity in this world this should not be Like people don't want you to be in your strength. They don't want you to have your soul path and to just go with that universal flow. So what do you think? How can we support not only each other as adult beings, but also the little ones in this world in um, in tapping into that? Well, I think first, um, especially for young boys, the school system is training their minds to be the opposite of what a divine masculine should be. Yes. Um, now, 
my uh, my son's 19 now and um i i missed it on his path but i would not be putting uh, a lot of pe- pretty much everyone quite a lot of people i'd say about 90 percent of the people i know do not have the kids in school um now i've been in the amazon rainforest um a lot um and i don't go to these retreat centers near the cities i go deep into amazon i work with a specific shibibo tribe now obviously there's no schools out there and I've been seeing these kids over the years and they don't have trauma. Yes. They are not disrespectful. Yeah. They, you can see the energy. They know who they are. And as, as contemplating it quite a long time ago in the Amazon actually, and for a boy, because I used to look about right, where where would they get the role models from now? Because society, how it's built for a young boy, is about demasculizing. The last thing anybody wants is men knowing that they should be protecting their wives, be in the masculine, know who they are, be confident, and not and that is not everyone thinks men. Um, so I'll go back. Men in tribal, the men go all out together. They go hunting together. They spend a lot of time with other men. Um, they get their reward. Men are built for a reward system, um, which is different from women, where they get their reward from the kill or the hunt of bringing that back to their families. Um, they are providing for the wife and the children. They are protecting the wife and the children. With the automatically know we are very different, very different, but studying your roles, it's perfect. Everyone's perfect. Um, it takes a lot of trust and reliability. It's very hard in modern-day society, but I believe it is stepping back. Um, now a lot of teachings and I'd say, um, a lot of teachings for a young boy to learn about what masculine divine masculine is, is from the greatest teacher of all. And that's nature. So you see what the lions are doing. The lions are not involved in kicking off about what the lionesses are doing. The lions by, you know, going out. Yes, the women, the, the girl. This is. I don't want to get into. You know, I'm not getting to debate about thinking. But um, you see it in nature, time and time again. The women are studying their power now. A big thing about people, masculine, is that it stands over feminine and it's protects them to keep them down. It's absolutely the exact opposite. I work for Patra Mama. I devote my life to her. I understand that the the feminine holds all the ancient wisdom. Us men don't hold that. I know for and 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 I'm kind of glad because there's a lot there. Um but us men don't hold that um knowledge. Plus we uh to be a man and protect the feminine, not that he needs protecting. And it's very hard for people for men to speak out about this because there's so many feminists jump on to have a go. So many other men, it's very hard and it's a very hard discussion to have. But from my experience and my opinion and what I've seen through all my journeys and what I live like now, my my partner, Rebecca, she's a very good channeler. She's very in herself, very in a feminine. Um, she gets caught up sometimes. Oh, I've got this work on. I'm like, I'm down. You don't need to. Uh, she teaches all about the the seasons of a woman's cycles. You know, she's a data, but she does a lot of work on herself. Um, now, me protecting her and providing for her is not me that she relied on me at all. She is free to express and do her gifts, and I'll be there to support her. And it's a side by side image. And people get too caught up. Oh, but that's in charge. Who says? Whoever said that someone has to be in charge? Why is everyone going, oh, no, but that means that? Who said? Who? You're fighting over an opinion when you don't even know who asked the question. Who said? I know what my role is. I do my best. We are human. We're not perfect. Every time, you know, people mess up. Um, we get caught up in the programming is where we mess up. We find, you know, <laughs> you know, the... Yeah, um, when you're in yourself and you're settled and you're in it, like now I spend, come up here, sit with the lake, uh, sit in the lakes and all that, you can see the world for what it is. But uh, yeah, as masculine feminine roles uh, for a young boy, they're going to learn from nature. And from like you said, ancient text, ancient wisdom, 
um, Egyptians. Um, they put the women not as a high pedestal. Everyone's got this high pedestal. Everything. They, oh no, someone. Where's that? I do not know where that's come from. Um, and it, from my own experience, I've uh, I've been out. I've been to con. I've been up as yourself. Been up in consciousness. I've seen the amounts of information of the energies. I'm quite happy, and it brings me so much pleasure and contentment knowing that I will never know all that information up there. There's far too much. I'm very happy stepping in my masculine role and teaching what I'm teaching and doing what I'm doing. And she, she steps in hers and she's doing what she's doing and comes together when, when you need each other. And it's something that no one's ever going to know the answers to. We can do our best. But from a child, from a boy, I think very particular. Um, but then again, no, I can't really say that because women get suppressed so much. And then even afterwards, they still get suppressed. This is, um, and I don't know about you, on the journeys I've done, I've done, I had to go for obviously working for the work I do with Patrick. I had to understand, and I'm not saying I understand the feminine, by the way, on to one point, but I had to um, do a lot of work on the feminine and the suppression. And uh, the reasons behind it was behind the suppression of the knowledge because the masculine was scared. The women had this knowledge, and they did. And anyone that says they doesn't, anyone that says they doesn't, and then come and, and come and does a, ses- a, a ceremony with me, they go, I went, who's telling you all this? Is that a feminine or masculine energy? Where's this? So, um, but yes, it's like that was, that's where the women were suppressed from that, as I believe from my journeys, I will say. Um... So yeah, the threatened by the knowledge. Now, obviously, I've seen that play out now with a lot of the women that I work with, uh, that I've been working with for a few years, who are now stepping into their spiritual gifts and really accessing what's inside. Um, even to the, um, you know, some of the mad stuff that's coming out, like um, Chris, as the government said, Chris, the uh, spirit keeps telling me I'm meant to be working with bees and honey and he's a medicine. I'm like, I'll go look into it. I'm like, but no, no one's doing that. Like, it's a new something new and really tapping into it. Like, this is the whole point. I think there's different, you know, I don't know, I know there's different frequencies. You might be tuned into whatever it is working with the bees and the honey. And and then later, uh, something uh, happened that day, and then uh, something, something came on, and it was something came into my life somehow about the psychedelic honey. Um, but it wasn't, she, was, she didn't feel called to doing that. It was just about working with the frequency of the bees. And uh, she's still in the process of doing it. She's, uh, she'll, be, she'll be listening to this actually. And, uh, but tapping in to that, um, which holding space for that and letting that come out is a, yeah, it's just a reward in itself. Um, but yeah, so that's just proves to me about, what I was shown in all them journeys about give the give give the women the space, give a women a safe space. But I took it literally. I go, I went to, um, I got a place in Manchester and I called it safe space, <laughs> a big studio. Um, so everyone used to come to these ceremonies there. It was a long time ago. And uh, but yeah, the seeing it now after me doing them journeys years ago, and now the, the coming out and Rebecca actually my partner actually works now channeling and uh, bringing these gifts out um and mentoring them into come on let, let's take it where do you want to go with it let's take it you've done all this work you know some of the uh, women have come from a really traumatic traumatic background and you know it makes you sad to hear the stories but now for a few years i'm like i've got this gift oh i can do this and i'm really understand oh every night i'm getting taught this in my sleep i'm getting taught this i'm getting taught this and I'm only, we're only just scratching the surface on this. So that's uh, something else that brings me a lot of pleasure. Just, uh, and I know my role. So I did basically what I'm saying is I know my role in that room. And when I do that room, I know I hold the energy, I protect the room. You, ladies, do your stuff. Um, do your work, you do work. I will just sit back. Um, I have got no idea what's going to go on there. I know this is your feminine night, but and then certain parts of it, I'll go sit outside. But I'll, I'll just hold the room. I'll hold it energetically. And the stories, um, I, I'm, not, I'm not taking any credit for that. I'm not taking it. This was all, I, I knew my, so what I'm basically saying is I knew my role and what I got taught. 
give them a safe space, hold it, let me teach them. I went, okay. I was fine with that. Brilliant. I knew my role and I was content knowing my right, this is my role and uh, stories. And there's literally, uh, yeah, there's loads of them now, loads of, loads of women that are really, really doing the work. And it's, it's beautiful observing, having my human, human experience, watching all this play out and just trying to do what I can do. Um, but the biggest thing why I do all this is because I absolutely enjoy it. I absolutely enjoy getting up in the morning. Um, like I said about the guys that were phoning me commit, uh, commit on the verge of committing suicide. Uh, one of them got a job yesterday. It's like, I've not worked for years. I've got a job because I, I thought, you know, I did some work with him and got got an interview. And the other one's out looking and like, uh, it's just beautiful that just in a, such a short time, you give, you, and I don't mean just give people belief, give them factual belief. This is real. All you got to do is these little tiny, see that for that, look at your thoughts, 10 minutes of exercise, 10 minutes of breath work, 10 minutes of meditation, put some football players on your team. Obviously, I go into a lot, lot deeper. There's a lot more to, to it. But the bit, the first month, that, that's all I'm doing with them. Separating from them for first, you got to see the other side. First month, um, that's what I work through, all the Gilded Brothers and the Gilded Sisters, teaching them how to meditate, teach them how to do breath work, teach them a little routine of exercise they can do in the front room to connect to the body, not to be super fit. But I've got a body. Hello, it's my vessel. I want you to respect your body. You start with respecting what you put in it. Oh, you know what? Um, and uh, it's like the, the little thing. Oh, I can't stop eating um, chips and, and chocolate, though, Chris. Went, okay. You've seen it as you're giving something up. How about I'm not eating that because I'm beating my mental health and I'm going to be in charge. It's it's how you, it's, that's a program in itself. You are giving something up. Oh, you're gaining something. It's not about, oh, oh, what do you mean I can't have a drink? Well, you can have a drink if you want, but if you use that to hide behind something or use it to celebrate that you've done something good that day. Oh, right. Yeah. It's the mindset, the programming. The programming plays out even on your healing path. So, yeah, it's very easy to stop eating. I mean, I don't tell anyone what to stop eating. Um, I do try to get them on a natural fats diet for the first first month because that's what your brain's meant, uh, designed to work on, natural fats. You know, because sugar's the enemy. It spikes you up and down, your mood swings. You try and take control of your life where you, your brain's spiking. So even just like, just a simple, even just a cap of olive oil every three hours, a little, some nuts, give your brain what it works on. Your stat is, um, I've just done a live with um, with um, one of my Gilder brothers, a nutritional expert, and the stat is, that works 75% of your mental health um, battle. It's just by changing your diet to natural fats, what we're designed to, as a human, live on. I know it's hard to get away from sugar, but uh, just do your best. Uh, have a full of nuts, avocado, if you eat meat, loads of fatty meat, eggs. That's what your body's designed to, your brain's designed to work on. You give your brain what it wants, it's, it stops all the dipping. You're focused. You've got, you've got, it's like you treat it like, I think I said before, if you see your body's a Lamborghini, and you start putting fuel in as a, an old uh, clapped out Fiesta, Ford Fiesta or something, you're not going to be able to run right. Natural fats are very simple. And three days on natural fats, everyone goes, you know what? I'm not dipping anymore. Straight on the foot, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not dipping anymore. Right, now, now there's a bit of foundation. Let's go. Now let's put some football players and then let's go find you. And then you go, you know what? What am I doing in this world where everything's just programming and everything's just, I just start enjoying life. And then you watch it play out and you start just being in the present and enjoying life for what it is and the beauty in it. I, know, I, thought I, I was thinking, um, I sat up out by the lakes the other day with my dog, so I left my phone at home and went, no, I'm going to go and spend some time. I'm going to go for a swim in the big lake on the top of the mountain with my dogs. And I sat there for about 20 minutes with the biggest smile on my face. Now, that wasn't because of any scars, anyone, what, anyone. No one could even see me. I was sat watching my dogs just enjoy that time in that water and it's and i did a poll i did a poll with the gilda brothers um last week saying what would you want at the end of all this what is it that makes you so what you're working towards and every single one went i just love seeing my kids happy and my wife so all the hours you're putting into work and all that like, i've got to do this to make them happy every single man 
That's all he wanted to be able to sit down uh, to have peace of mind. Everyone, peace of mind and see my family happy. Now that is divine masculine, right there, because masculine likes to die, and I don't mean in a suicide way. Masculine wants to come home. Go, oh, I'm done. I've done my job. Right, I'm going to watch over my land and make sure no one comes near. He wants that. That's where a man gets his contentness. It's not from being on the ale all night or all the drugs that they do, and because all that, a man gets his fulfillment over sitting and go. Everything's all right. The wife's happy. She's got what she needs. And then once he's got that fulfillment, he then enjoys time with his wife, and then she gets her love and and safety net and. But the, the people don't, they don't know what the fulfillment is. You tell, tell a man in a pub that's got 20 pints of Stella down him that that's not going to make him happy. That all, all he needs to do is like, know that his family's, family's safe and his kids are happy. He, they're going to laugh, they're, they're going to laugh at you. Oh, right, yeah, yeah, right. My wife's never happy. My wife's always having a go. The kids are always doing that. And you're blaming that on the wife and the kids? Is that maybe because you're in the pub and you're not being home and you're not looking after them? Your wife does not feel safe in the relationship because you keep saying, oh, I'm only going out for an hour. And then, and and, and, and this is great. I love, I love that every, pretty much every relationship has this problem. That's foamy um, from people that have been out um, doing that. But it's like, oh, he says he's just nipping to his friend's house and he comes back at three o'clock in the morning. He's like, yeah, but I phoned you. You know, I phoned you, said, oh, you know, at, at the time... It, the man does does mean he's just going in, going out for an hour, um, but obviously he's not understanding the feminine. He doesn't see the problem in that, and obviously the feminine's like, "You're meant to be my protector. You're meant to show me love. You're meant to show me respect. Um, how can I trust you if you can't even tell me the truth about how long you're gonna be?" And they don't because men don't understand the, the what the feminine needs are, and, and they don't. And uh, it, it it took me a lot. It took me a lot to learn learn all this. Um, it was very alien. I mean, I did it from a good place, a place of, I found peace in myself, so I was able to receive it a lot easier. But it is very simple. Um, but usually they're both doing, like I said about having an argument, they're both doing only what they know how to do. And with just a few little tweaks and finding themselves. So, yeah, that was, uh, I've been looking at nature. <laughs> I love it. So, um, I really, I'm a huge fan of your work. So, what is the most, like, what is the, yeah, the the main problem guys have that, from your point of view in your work, what are you seeing? What men come like? With what problem do they come to you? Like, is there a kind of overall? Thing? Yes, usually, I would say seventy percent of it's cocaine use. Oh. Um, now, obviously, it said he's going right. That's a drug, um, cocaine use. But I put it into a deeper, a deeper, deeper. I think most men do not realise, and they don't know so. It's um, so whatever problem they are coming with, um, with it being not understanding the why, arguing with the wife, relationships breaking down is a lot of it comes to cocaine use. Um, but that is just where they get to the end of the problem. That's just when when they go all right. That that's it. Um. So it's actually dragged before they even started using cocaine. It's always been the same problem. Now, what I know the problem is, because when I work on it with them, I use the same techniques. And we are hunter and gatherers, our minds. We have not evolved into this technology world. And we've not evolved. As men, we should not be living in, in a system where we cannot protect our own families. We cannot get food, the best food for our families. We cannot look after. So... We're as men with the fighting, and obviously what I said before about the reward system of the kill, you you don't get that from sitting doing Excel spreadsheets and then getting a wage at the end of it. You're not getting the same reward. So this is where it leads into problems. So they go to oh, you know what I and like I said before, I, I, they just want to die, which is obviously not suicide, but they just what. So they go, you know what, I'm just going to go to the pub on the way home and just have a pint because to trying to fix that reward system. And it's in every single man. It's how we're built. Uh, it's just not being identified. Uh, not a lot, not enough people are talking about it. But we are built. We are built to walk. We are built to stand with other men and discuss and learn from nature. And we're also built to go out and do something so great. And that's where we get uh, fulfillment from and what the masculine is. To be able to sit at home. But there's nothing. They can't do that now. 
and it's not recognised. Men are not recognising that that is so, so important. Um, so just actually, I'm just going to nip in on what you you asked before about uh, little boys. I was doing what I used to do. I've obviously I've had to come to Portugal now because all the newspapers came after me in the UK. Um, everyone tried to shut me down from what I was doing. Um, yeah, everyone came after me. Um, but I used to do um, not an illegal one, a mushroom hunt. Uh, I'd take the men out. Um, obviously, I'm a great forager. I, I study a lot of the European plants. I understand the medical uses of them, and I work with them as much as I can, even to doing master plant dietas. I started working, doing master plant dietas on the oaks and the, the plants of the UK to study them and the spiritual. Uh, so it's a big, one of my biggest, biggest, I, I love, like, I've come to Portugal now, I'm all of a sudden, I'm making space now, I'm like, right, what plant, what plant's calling me? Um, but what, anyway, so yeah, I used to be out foraging. So I take the men out and we're going to hunt. Right, the fly garrick should be up soon. Or this mushroom birch polypore should be up soon. And we go out in the woods as a group of men. Now, obviously, we're not killing animals, but we're looking for the mushrooms. Um, a bit like your, your Easter bunny egg hunts. So with a young dad is uh, where a boy going into man would get a reward system. Um, I didn't spend much time on developing that into so because I've got so much going on. Um, but that is where a man going out with other boys and you're going to hunt. Now, I remember when I was a kid, we used to all get on our bicycles. We got on our bicycles, big group 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 of boys, and we'd all go out on a big mission on our bikes, and that's kind of playing into that masculine role. So, but yeah, so going back to that, there's something there, something there um, to play with, maybe experiment with your with your son. Um, but there's the reward system. It's that reward system that men love, and that's when they've done that. That's when they get the fulfillment, which is a death, which you can say, "Go, I found the egg, or I found the mushroom. Yes, I did it." And it's that that that's the proving that you're a man. Uh, that's what you want. Um, so the problem, yeah, is the men are going to the pub. They're going out. The they're not feeling proud to go home to the wives. Is a lot when I get deep into them. Even though they're going, yeah, I've been work all day. There's a shame inside. A shame is that, oh, you know what, I'm getting, yeah, look at me, I'm a man, I, I, I've been filling Excel, Excel spreadsheets out for you all day, uh, there you go, I've got you, uh, I've got you uh, a Ford Mondeo that you can drive to work, yeah, that doesn't, he's, he's not going to sit down and go, oh, no, he's trying to get his buddy spreadsheets done for the next day, so um, there's that unfulfillment, now what's, you know, what is the system great at, the system's great at understanding what people want. Even during COVID, they will keep a bar open for you. They will keep all the rubbish food out for you. They during COVID, you know, for everyone's health, you could go out and buy beer, you could buy, buy cigarettes, you can every every takeaway was open. Whoa. What are you gonna fulfill? You know? Wow. But all the things that that temporarily gives that control. You didn't know you didn't know that men need that reward reward system. Now you give them burgers and pints and cigarettes, they're not going to stand up. And go, hang on, you're, I can do better with my life. Hang on, I'm looking for a reward system, and you're stopping me getting it. This is our land. This is the people's land. You know, if I if I I don't not want to be putting my child in school because it's not right for me, I'm not going to do that, and I'm not going to let not let you come anywhere near my family. Uh, I see you waxing all the food and putting all the uh, all the um, all the hormones in the salmon fish that are full of nastiness that is going to de decrease your testosterone. I'm not going to eat that. No, do you not even know? Do you have a pint? Do you have a burger? And they go, oh yeah, uh, to feel that little sadness of uh, not being a true man, not standing the masculine. Instead of going out and grounding yourself in a field and having a dance under the stars and, and knowing that everything's okay because that'll bring you happiness. Uh, you know, men only come when the women and children have lost, when they've, they've walked away. A lot of men will come because they come with the partners. Um, 
and this is to fix this. I've got a lot of men coming because of suicidal and all that, um, a lot of single men. But the family men, they'll wait until the wife and kids have left. And they usually get, oh, go talk to Chris. I'm not coming back. Uh, something like that. And they come and get in contact and they're nothing to tell. But there's so people, it's good to look, it's so easy to look at and go, oh, they're doing all that wrong. If, but if you look at it to a point of view, look how the world has programmed that person to act like that. Instead of, you know, because the people that attack too much, oh, they're doing that wrong, they're doing that wrong, especially in the spiritual world. People uh, jump on why other people uh, are doing whatever they're doing, but they don't see that they're peeling away their layers, and you've got to let, let it all out. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's a good way to heal yourself, is just by watching, instead of judging other people, watching how that has happened, because you'll, Heal your little bit of yourself, and it'll open up questions within yourself. So, to answer the question, is not being fulfilled as man. Um, and there's also a big as another big aspect to that is if you are not being in your masculine and being content in your role, and not 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 understanding what you're doing, and this is one that saves most relationships. And just this next little bit saves most relationships that I work with. If you are not making your wife feel safe, loved, protected, and and I don't mean in a controlling way, um, where she's free, so she's free, safe, protected to express herself. Um, if, if all the feminine needs are not taken care of, the woman has to go into her masculine to do it herself. Now you are complaining that you are coming on to another masculine energy. You might as well have two men in a relationship. So do not whinge that she's having a go at you. Do not whinge at all this, all that, because as a man, you'll be proud when, if you are man enough, and I am going to say that bit, if you are man enough, it takes a man to let a woman drop in a, into a feminine and know that you've had a great part in that. Um, but yes, yeah, a lot of, lot of the thing is, lot of, pretty much every relationship, and it, and that solves a lot of it. Just realizing that you've got two masculine energies in the house. A bit like um, single parents, women, they have to be so in their masculine. And it's so tough because um, they've got to do the job of both roles. And they don't get enough credit of what's, go you know, what's going on. Um, they don't get enough credit off people because they've got to do the man role. Um, so yeah, it's a lot going on. There's a lot of healing that needs going on in the world. Um, so what I am, what I am trying to do, is I work in. I'm working four or five hours every day. Um, I was just travelling, but I've dedicated myself to this now. So four or five hours a day. The team is building up. I've got a lot of members. It's building up. Uh, other people, uh, great teachers uh, with different aspects. To put it all there, accessible to everyone accessible to everyone now i put it down as a 30 pounds a month because the last one i did when i made it free nobody bothered nobody didn't want to do it if you give something to someone for free it has to be an energy exchange um so i made it I went, okay what's the minimum payment just to cover the, the site fees and the people that do the, all the stuff 30 pounds a month so i went right there you go so loads of people i'm gonna really put a lot of work into this and i'm putting it all there because I don't want anyone to ever come and go, well, I didn't know that. Well, there you go, it's there. It is there from different, um, and I've got um, Olympian nutritionists that are members, I've got billionaires that are members, um, come in and share, just share, just put it out there. Um, a lot of shamanic, I even teach, um, I, I, I written a few years ago, a shamanics course to work from home, shamanics at home, which is a lot of inner wisdom within. From the safety of your own house, teach you how to do shamanic drumming, do different, loads of different aspects, how to go down to the lower realms, the upper realms, how to meet your elders, how to look at your soul contracts. Um, I even took that off. I said, no, I'm going to teach it to everyone. I'm going to put it in. So you don't have to go out and look for a shaman. You can be your own shaman. You learn shamanic. So I teach you how to do all that. Um, I put a hypnosis course in there to teach people how easy you're programmed. Now look at these techniques. Um, look, you know, for people that don't believe 
that the program, uh, well, it kind of everyone knows, but to what extent of how easy your subconscious picks everything up. So I taught everyone to be in hypnosis. And there you go. There's a full hypnosis course. Um, and meditation, breathwork courses. I put them in there. Um, so that's, yeah, that's what I was creating. Um, but what I found at the back end of that is the community support with each other went. They re realize, oh my God, I'm not here to, this is not a spiritual group. I'm not here to say, oh, you should do inner child work. No, you don't tell anybody in here what to do. Everyone's on their own journey. Um, everyone does their own and it's not all spiritual people. It's just that, you know what? Life's better. Life's great. And they're pulled together so tightly. It's not, you know, I've got, I've got about 10,000 people in my groups from doing my ayahuasca work in different groups all over because I work on different countries. Um, 10,000 people. Um, but this group, not a single argument, not a single disagreement, nothing but support, love and okay, how far have we got to this one? How have we got to that? And then the ball's rolling. Yes. No, I'm uh, very happy with your answer because I think there's uh, a lot of wisdom and, um, I will put all the links to all your work, your Insta and everything, of course, in the description of the podcast. Yes, and we're at the end of this episode and I need to thank you very much for all you've been sharing with me and, of course, everyone who's listening. Because I think um, media is telling us so much bullshit. It's really hard to get behind that. And it does so good for your soul to listen to someone talking the truth. And I really like that. And yes, thank you so, so much for uh, being my guest. Really. Thank you. And thank you for sharing it and doing your work to bring it. That's all we can do. We can just sit and do what we can do and enjoy it. So I hope you go off. You've done worked hard today and go and enjoy. And... One thing people always forget is every little step they take, don't worry about the end result. Go and celebrate it. True. So I hope you go and celebrate your good work and have a beautiful day. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you. Okay. So, um...